Up next, a message from Victory Life Church of Milton. It is written. This is instruction for you. There's a lot of instruction in this Bible. Amen. This is instruction for us. This is what God wants from his children. Raise your hand if you are a child of the Most High God. All right. Okay. Well, then this is for us. Everyone put your thinking caps on. Since it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. Man, that is a tall order. You know what I mean? That sounds really, really hard. And guess what? It ain't easy. You know what I mean? Okay. There's a lot of temptation out there. But see, we want to, we want to get rid of all that rubbish that's been dragging us down for all these years. Some of us have been Christians for 20, 30, 40 years. You know, even longer. You know what I mean? But there's some things that we have never turned over to the Lord. Amen. Raise your hands. You know, we all got them. Things that we have not given up to the Lord. Amen. So these are little areas, little strongholds that the Lord wants to get rid of in our lives. Amen. Amen. He says, listen, give him some praise. He says, I'm holy. There ain't no denying that, right? There is no one like him. There is no one like our God. The heavens are his throne and the earth is his footstool. Amen. That's a big God. He is holy, holy, holy. The purest thing you can ever, ever, ever begin to imagine. That is our God. He is so far separated from sin, we can't even imagine how holy and pure our God is. Amen? What did Isaiah say? What did Isaiah say when he was in his presence? I'm ruined. I'm a sinful man. I come from sinful people. You know what I mean? So I think that's what a lot of us need. All of us, we need to be in the Lord's presence. To, to get before Him, to get before a holy God and let Him begin to reveal everything that He's not really cool with in our lives. You know what I mean? That's what we're talking about. I'm not picking on anybody. This is for me just as much as it is for anybody else. Amen? But we want to be that sold out, devoted people. You know what I mean? Because the more you love the Lord, the more you're going to want to obey the Lord. And the Lord has a lot of use for us. Amen? He wants to use us. You know, one of... I'm really excited about getting these buildings fixed up, and I want that so much, and I pray about that all the time. But that's not the only reason why this church exists. You know what I mean? We want to use these buildings for the Lord's glory. Amen? We, we want to be about the Lord's business, and, and we pray all the time, the leaders in the church, we, we pray all the time, Lord, let us be good stewards of what you've given us. Let us be about your business. Let it not be a personal thing. We don't want to be a little club. We want to be about the Lord's business. Amen? So there's certain things in our life, man, that we, we just simply got to give away. We got to give, we got to give it up. Amen? Amen? Okay. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. The Lord wants you to be set aside. That's what it means to be set aside. You are set aside for His business, for His glory. Amen? So, really, this, what was the title of this sermon again? It was pretty witty. It's pretty smart. What is it? Okay, yeah. Uh, I guess we got... Yeah, there we go. Guess we got to grow up sometime. There it is. Whoop, there it is. All God's people said, whoop, there it is. That's the place we got to get, guys. It's time to straighten up. Okay. 1 Thessalonians 4 and verse 3, part A, right here. Here... This, this is the meat and the potatoes, guys. This is what we're talking about today, Big Kev. For this is the will of God. How many of us, me included, will stand at a crossroads like, I just want God's will. I want God's will in this situation. And that's how we're supposed to be. But look at this right here. This is God's will for your life. Way more important than, than where your job is. You know what I mean? Way more important than, than where you hang your hat or, or where you live at. You know what I'm saying? 
God says, I, I, I'm worried about you. I want you to focus on you. Amen. If, if you give your all to me, if you sell out to me, if you, if you let me mature you, amen, you're going to make godly decisions. You're going to make those God honoring decisions that's going to put you in the place where I need you to be. Amen. Y'all with me? Does that make sense? For this is the will of God, your sanctification. That's his will for your life. That's his will for my life. Amen. We went from salvation. Now we're into sanctification. And one day it's going to get really, really awesome. And it's going to be about some glorification. You know what I mean? Okay. But until then, man, we got this big, long stretch of time where he's all about growing us up, maturing us because he wants to use us. Amen. So sanctification uh, basically means uh, distance. Distance yourself from sin. Distance between you and your sin. So when you think about it this week, hey, God wants me to distance myself from this pet sin. God wants me to distance myself from this sin that nobody else knows about but me. God wants me to distance myself from these attitudes or these fears or, or these things that I just can't let go of, whatever it is. I'm talking about from <clears throat> bad attitudes to axe murder, you know, whatever you got going on. Thank you, Jesus. We ain't got no axe murderers in here, you know. Thank you, Jesus. James, you watching it back there? All right. Someone keep an eye on James, too. Oh. But you, you see what I'm saying, man? We all got rubbish, man, that's weighing us down. Every one of us. Ain't nobody in here perfect. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. First Thessalonians 4 and verse 7. For God has not called us for impurity. Hey, we all knew that already, right? Sometimes we just don't, we don't care to listen, you know. We know, right? We know, right? We're Christian folks. We got the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we just want to do what we want to do. Amen? Me too. Me too. I do it all the time, man. But see, we got to grow up sometime, right? And the Lord has much use of us. Amen. Plus, we're, we're just hurting our relationship with the Lord. You know what I mean? It's not that He doesn't love you. It's not, it's not that He's going to... If you've given your life to the Lord, if, if you're a saved person, He's not going to kick you out of the family. But if you have sincerely given your heart to the Lord, then there are some things we need to give up. Amen? For God has not... Call, and if you don't... Let me say this. If you are just completely peachy keen and content with doing evil, bad stuff, you know what I mean? Sinning. It's not bothering you at all, then maybe you need to go get yourself saved. You know what I'm saying? If you're totally cool with doing this, then maybe you need to get before the Most High God and ask Jesus Christ to become your personal Lord and Savior. And I'm not judging you. I'm not condemning you. Nobody in here is perfect. Amen? I'm just saying, listen, man. In what I do, I deal with death all the time, man. All the time, man. Agony. People losing their life. You do not know how much time you have. You don't know. Amen. Only the Lord knows that. So if you haven't made that decision, it doesn't matter, man. Don't worry about what anybody else is going to say. You need to accept him today. It'll be the best decision you have ever made in your life. Amen. So look at the newspaper. If they still print them, look at them and it'll show you people are, are leaving this earth, going somewhere every single day, man. A bunch of them by the bucket full. Amen. First Thessalonians 4 and verse 7. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Okay? So we need to get on that program. Amen? That's why we exist. Amen? Some of us have made some pretty bonehead, bad mistakes, bad judgment calls, knowing exactly what we've been doing over the last couple of years, few years, whatever, from the moment you got saved. Well, what about my whole life? Yeah, we all have done that our whole life. But once we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, 
He starts us on that sanctification. You know what I mean? There's some things we just need to give up. Amen. So today can be that day. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Holiness. Remember that. I am set aside. I am set aside for my Lord. I am, I am allowing the Lord to separate me from my pet sin. Can I get a witness? Amen. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards what? What I just read, guys. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. That's what God wants from us. Now listen up, children, beloved. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not man, but God. Did you hear that? That's one of them things in the Bible, man. That's some instruction right there. I love you. I'm devoted to you. I'm faithful to you. I'm not going to break my covenant with you. You are imperfect. Amen. And you can be very selfish, but I've called you to a holy walk. Amen. And so if you choose to disregard this or, or refuse to listen and obey this, you're not disobeying Paul the Apostle. You're not disregarding uh, preacher Paul. Preacher, I'm just as flawed as anybody else. You know what I mean? We, we, are, we are choosing to disobey the Most High God who has been there for you. Who, who had granted you life, who had saved your soul. And believe me, we need our souls to be saved. You can't do it on your own. He, did, he laid down His own life. Amen? God laid down His life so we could live forever. And He says, you know what? I want you to be set aside. Amen? And you keep setting yourself aside. Then you keep going back in the fold and, and trying to mix in with the world and stuff like that. Decide what you want to be. You know what I mean? Y'all with me? For, for God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not man, but God. Who gives the Holy Spirit to you? Man, that's something else right there. You're not disobeying man. You're not disobeying your grandma. You're not disobeying your Sunday school teacher. You're disobeying God, who has given you the Holy Spirit, who has marked you as His home. You know what I'm saying? Who gives you the ability, the Holy Spirit who dwells inside each and every believer, amen, is pleading with you. Don't do this. He strengthens us. He guides us, leads us, amen? Sometimes we're, we're just so used to doing what we want to do because some things we've just been doing. I don't want to change that. I go to church every so often. I put my money in the offering plate and I feel good about that. And you know what? I will not, I absolutely will not, Grant that person forgiveness. Well, that's a problem. I'm not saying these things are not are not real and we don't have real hurts. You see, the Lord wants us to do that sort of thing, man. You know what I mean? And that's just something I, I pulled out of the air. Man, there's a lot of things. Everybody's got something. We all do. Bunches of them. It is, it is a decision, my brother. It is a decision. And sometimes you got to live by that decision minute by minute. And when you, when you realize, hey, when you run into that person, you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, you realize, whoa, I need to work on this some more. Amen. So you just keep giving it to the Lord. You have decided in your heart that I grant this person forgiveness. I don't hold anything against him. Sometimes you got to do that minute by minute, hour by hour. And, and then eventually, eventually, it'll get easier. Amen. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not man, but God, who gives the Holy Spirit to you. Amen. So we have that Holy Spirit. Amen. Galatians 2 and verse 20. All about growing up. All about maturing, guys. And, and like Brother Josh said, man, this stuff ain't easy, man. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Turning from sin, repenting, man, ain't the easiest thing in the world. 
But remember, God has called it. We're a peculiar people, man. We don't live like the world. We're in the world. We're, we're moving through the world, but we're not of the world. Galatians 2 and verse 20. This is Paul again. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I need to stop living for myself. Amen. It's, it's not any more about my selfish desires. It's not that you can't have a job or, or have goals and stuff like that. But God is number one in my life. Amen. God is number one in my life. I live to please the Most High God. That's, the, that's what he's looking for out of us. Amen. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives me. So the old Paul wrote, he's dead, but he keeps trying to rise up all the time, all the time. He does rise up all the time because there's all kind of trouble in my house. You know what I mean? But when we realize it, man, let's, let's distance ourselves from that sin. Let's repent and get away from it. Amen? It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. You can't do it on your own. Just like when you're on that diet and you mess up and then it's nothing but cheating all day long. All day long. Once, once you cross that sin line or, or you're like, oh, I try to do it, I try to do it. Oh, and then I mess up. You just do it more and more and more and more. And we're just digging ourselves into a deeper hole. I can't do it on my own. None of you can do it on your own. You're not strong enough. Amen. But see, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. So if we trust in the Lord, put our faith in the Lord, keep our faces in this good book. Amen. Meditate on it. Chew on it. This is going to strengthen us. Amen. But Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh. See that? We're all in the flesh. Everybody pinch your neighbor. Josh, don't. We're all in the flesh, man. Okay? We're not going to do this perfectly. Amen? We're going to make those selfish decisions sometimes. But you know what? It needs to be more of God and less of myself each and every day. Amen? We're on that journey, guys. Amen? I live, and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Isn't that good? Can't do it on your own. But I can keep my eyes on the Lord. And whenever I want to get selfish, man, remember. Remember what's been done for you. Amen? Now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me. Listen. Who loved me and gave himself for me. You see that right there? That should mean something to us. That our Lord and Savior washed away our sins by laying down his own life. Amen? Okay, we're going to close out today in the Psalms. Everybody loves the Psalms. Psalms 42 and verse 1. Now listen, guys. Psalms 42 and verse 1. This should be us. This should be Paul. This should be you. And this can be us. You know what I'm saying? As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. Wouldn't that be awesome if our number one desire in our life wasn't to sock money away, wasn't to, uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever you do, whatever the thing is. You know what I mean? What if your number one desire was God? Just more of Him and less of ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we see those people sometimes. You know what I mean? We see them like, man, I, I kind of wish I had that relationship with the Lord. You know what I mean? We can have that, man. We can be that person. Amen? We just got to give it all up. Amen? Sell out. 
This is what we got to do, guys. This is it right here. And if we don't have that desire and we're just like, oh, that would be kind of cool or no, I'm happy with where I'm at with my relationship. You know, we can pray. Oh, God, please give me that desire, man. I know that something's lacking. I know that I can be fired up for you. God, give me that desire. Amen. And you know what we got to do? You're going to have to get into this word. All of us. We got to stick our faces in this word and we got to meditate on it. We got to chew on it and we got to live it out. Amen. The more you get into this word, the more you're going to see that God is faithful. You're going to see what God has done for you. And no, we're not going to understand all his decisions or why he allows good things to happen to bad people. All this sort of stuff. This is real deal concerns that we all have. But the more you get into this book, the more things are going to start making sense to you. The more you can have peace, no matter what you're going through, the more you can have strength. Amen. The more you spend time in this word, the more you're going to fall in love with him. The more you're going to fall in love with him, the more you're going to, going to be, the more you're going to want to obey him. The more we're going to want to be able to bear fruit for him. Amen. It's not going to be so much about us anymore, but it's going to be about our brother and sister. It's going to be about a lost and dying world. Amen. All right. So I can back that up. I can back that up throughout the throughout the Bible, but I just chose these two verses for you guys because I want to get you out of here at a good time. Psalms chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord? I want my delight to be in the law of the Lord. I want my delight to be in the Word. I want to open up the Bible. Man, to be honest with you, Paul, I come to church a lot, and we, you know, I don't even think about church, I don't, let alone think about God most of the week. You know what I mean? Some of us can get like that, right? Let's be true. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. I want to be that person whose delight is in God's word. Amen. Well, you know what? Make yourself get into it for a while. Make yourself set aside some time. That's why we're doing this all month long. And I think we should do it forever. You know, let me read a chapter a day. But I don't understand it. You know what? You, the more you get into it, the more it'll start to make sense to you. It's boring. No. Well, the more you get into it, the more you will enjoy it. Amen. Because it is not boring. This is this book is active and alive and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. You know what I mean? And I'll be straight up honest with you and I don't want to step on no one's toes. You know what I mean? But if you open up the Bible and you're like, this is the most boring, driest thing I've ever read in my life, then that's another one of those things, man, where you might need to get saved. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but I, I remember from my own experience, when I would open up the Bible, uh, Sister Claudia or, or my father would say, you need to read the Bible, you need to read the Bible. You been reading the Bible today? And I'd open up the Bible, and, and I haven't given my life to the Lord. And I, I'd start to read it, and I'd be like, uh, boring, boring. What does that even mean? Bloop. You know what I mean? But see, it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me now. So we should have a bit of a hunger for God's Word, at least the knowing, hey, I should spend some time in that Bible. Amen. You know what I mean? And the more you get into it, the more it's going to go from, oh, I need to read the Bible, to, man, I need to read the Bible, to, man, leave me alone, I'm reading the Bible. That's how it's got to be, guys. That's, that's what the Lord's looking for, a sold-out bunch of folks, man. You know what I mean? When people are dropping like flies. You don't know how long you got here. Well, I'm saved. I got my ticket to ride. Okay, that's good. That's great. But the Lord wants to use you here too. Amen? Because there's another verse. There's another commandment that the Lord said. It's like, I want you to love your neighbor as yourself. Amen? We cannot really truly to begin to focus on our neighbor. 
until we start selling out to the Lord. Until we start to do that, it's still going to always be me at the core. You know what I mean? All right. I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go, but I want to read this verse. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Okay. I want to delight in the Lord. I I want to enjoy reading the Bible. Get into it. Meditate on it. You know, God will speak to you through this word. I don't never hear from God. That's, I don't, I don't understand it. Man, read this Bible, man, and the Lord will show you what need, what we need to work on. I promise you. Who meditates on his law day and night. Verse three. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water. Woo, isn't that good? Man, I'm putting God first. I'm in his word. I'm in his word. I can have strength. When everybody else is discouraged, I can have joy no matter what's going on in my life. And I can yield that fruit for other people, man. I can be a blessing for other people because I'm doing what I need to do. I'm in this word. I'm coming together in corporate worship. I'm hanging out with Christian folks, man. And I'm spending time in prayer, man, really praying and talking to the Lord. Amen. Well, that's something else we need to do, guys. We need to spend time in our prayer closet. Listen, talk to the Lord with respect. Talk to him like you talk to anybody else. But talk to him. Amen. Don't you think your heavenly father wants to spend time with you? That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. See, we can bear fruit and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he, whatever they do prospers. Amen. I want to sell out to God. Guess what? I'm going to start prospering. That doesn't just mean all your needs will be met and God will take care of you. But you know what I mean? If you put God first, and you obey his word, you're going to be making those good decisions, man. You're going to be making those decisions that are going to put you in God's will. Amen. Don't you want that? Hey, you know what? I love you guys like super, super much. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick out my favorite person in here. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I love you guys. Oh, oh. amen, sister. Do you want to get closer to him this year? Do you want to grow in your relationship? I do. So y'all just, let's just pray this. Dear, dear Heavenly Father. Let's mean it, guys. Dear Heavenly Father. Lord God, give me the desire to put you first. Give me a hunger for your word, Lord. Lord God, thank you that you are doing something amazing in my heart and in my home. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Give me the strength to distance myself from sin. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Victory Life Church. Go to VictoryLifeChurchOfMilton.com for more. And may God bless you.